Welcome to our weekly energy update with Investec Head of Commodities, Callum McPherson. Good morning, Callum. Good morning, Lan. OPEC have announced a cut in output. How surprising is this? Well, it's quite astounding, really. I mean, I think with the market heading for deficit over the summer, that's the way most people see the markets going, it seems a very odd time for them to decide to cut output. I mean, obviously, the market has been uh, quite volatile lately, and we saw Brent go close to 70 last week. But um, I think my feeling was that OPEC would have held their nerve and uh, looked through these jitters, which really are coming through from asset markets. They really, don't really have anything to do with um, oil fundamentals. Well, it's also surprising on the timing because we have this uh, OPEC Joint Ministerial Monitoring Committee later today. It's, it's not even a full ministerial meeting, but yet OPEC Plus decided to put through this cut and uh, it was announced over the weekend, uh, yesterday in fact. Um, but perhaps when that meeting does happen, some minutes will be produced and that will explain a little bit more about what the thinking is behind uh, this announcement. How large is the cut and what is the breakdown across members? Well, the additional cuts total 1.15 million barrels per day, and they're going to be introduced from May. And around half of this uh, 500,000 barrels is coming from Saudi Arabia. There's uh, 200,000 from Iraq and a bit over 100,000 from each of the UAE and uh, Kuwait, and also some from Algeria, Oman and Kazakhstan. So quite a few members contributing, but not all members. So this isn't being put through as a pro rata adjustment to total limits. It's just some selected members have agreed voluntarily, it seems, to make these cuts on behalf of the group overall. And also, in addition, Russia has said that it will continue with its 500,000 barrel per day cut that it had already announced. But as usual, the devil's in the detail with this. I mean, the Iraqi cut, for example, I mean, we know that there's a a production issue going on at the moment of probably something like 400,000 barrels per day due to a dispute with Turkey about exports from a pipeline in northern Iraq. It does look like that'll be resolved later this week, though. But still, Iraq has not always been in 100% compliance with cuts, so it remains to be seen what they will actually put through. Similarly, with the UAE, They've announced an additional cut of over 100,000 barrels per day. But according to the IEA's estimates of uh, compliance from last month, the UAE was 200,000 barrels per day ahead of its limit. So does this announcement mean that it will just cut that overproduction in half or is it going to put through this additional cut and actually comply with its previous limit and so cut by 300,000 barrels per day? So overall, it's very, very hard to know what this uh, announced additional 1.15 million barrel per day cut will actually translate into. The one thing we can probably be very confident about is that the Saudis will put through their cut of half a million barrels per day. And what does this mean for markets? I suppose the main question is, what are OPEC Plus actually trying to achieve? And because we've got no minutes or any commentary to come with this, we don't really know what the thinking is behind this. Is it just that they're worried this uh, banking crisis, if we can call it that, has further to run and is going to more problems will come out and uh, we haven't seen the end of the volatility yet? Or is it that actually OPEC Plus are want looking for a materially higher price? Do they want oil prices to be more like $100 per barrel? We don't know. What is clear is that the move back to this uh, sixth monthly ministerial OPEC Plus meeting, because the next official meeting is actually in June, it wasn't an official meeting today, does not mean very much. It doesn't mean that OPEC are not going to sort of come in and will essentially do nothing for the six month period. So clearly they are going to be proactive and do things between those six monthly meetings if they feel they need to, as they have done.
In terms of what this has done to the market, well, we've seen a high so far this morning of $86 per barrel. That, that pushes Brent through the 50 and 100 day moving averages and also pushes us out of the downtrend that has been in place from last summer. In terms of where this registers relative to recent highs, the sort of 86 level is around the highs of February and, and March. So the next target above that would be the January highs, $89 per barrel. If it can break through there, then we've got the 200-day moving average at the psychologically important level of $90 per barrel. And of course, if we get a breakthrough that we could start to see a, an uptrend, which could take oil back to $100 per barrel conceivably. And of course, we're starting from a, a position where investor positioning is very light. So there's always that uh, possibility of momentum building from a, a, a very low base. Thank you, Kalem. We'll chat again next week. Thank you, Len. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Investec's Weekly Energy Update with Callum McPherson. If you'd like to discuss any of the contents of the podcast, drop Callum an email on callum.mcpherson at investec.co.uk or visit investec.com forward slash commodities. Until next time, thank you.